Welcome into Fantasy Unclean COVID edition. I am your host, Rich Fiddler, joined as always by Scott Robley and Frodo Carvel. He is satellite yes. today because he's the only one of us that is not possibly infected at the moment. Right. So uh, Rich was, I don't know, doing something, uh, uh, helping some friends out because he's an asshole, I guess. I don't know. And uh, uh, turns out they popped positive the next day. But while they were finding out that they were positive, I was watching Rich's kids. So yep. uh, he, here we are. Yeah, so we so we're we're on a what three or five day quarantine just basically. To make sure yeah. We don't have any. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest with you guys. Today, my stomach is a little bit upset, but I think I just need to poo. I don't think it's anything weird. I think I just <laughs> I think I, honestly I just I've got a, I'm a little bit backed up, just you know half a day or so, and I got a little bit a of pressure. I gotta I gotta get in there and get that thing done. So yep. COVID. we are we we are into week one. Yes, there's, we are. There's there's already some uh, people out of week one due to COVID. Uh, I don't remember who. I do remember that there was a couple of players that are uh, out already because of COVID concerns. So uh, I think we're gonna be. Uh, I think this is gonna happen more often this year. Uh, than it did last year. The, uh, uh, that we have people out yes. due to COVID? Yes. Yeah, okay. I don't think it'll be as many teams. I don't yeah, think it'll I be as many. Yeah. yeah, I don't think there'll be as many uh, where you have uh, a Tennessee issue. I mean, other than Tennessee's already started to kind of have that issue again this year. <laughs> Tennessee COVIDs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I, with things being way more open than they were last year, on top of the fact that you have fans and everything else, it's going to be a lot harder for the teams if they are not on, like, super lockdown. Yeah. Last year during the season, it was like, you go from your house to training to the airport yeah. to the hotel to the stadium. That's it. Right, right. This year, other than it sounds like uh, the Buccaneers, um, it's more free reign. You're allowed to go do other things. Right. Well, I think what they're doing, um, what they're going to figure out is, uh, like a lot of people, like a lot of America right now, uh, the NFL teams and the players and um, uh, even the staffs probably uh, are suffering from COVID fatigue, right? We're yep. all tired of this. Yep. Whether... Uh, or not it's done is irrelevant we're tired of it and we want to be done with it we thought this thing was going to be a three month long debacle back in march of 2020 and here we are in september 2021 and we're rolling along with the next wave so um now a lot more players have been vaccinated most teams have I don't know what the percentage is, but over most teams are over seventy percent. That's what I thought. I was going to say fifty, but I guess yeah, most seventy. Most teams. There's a are handful over. that are a hundred percent. Yeah, I know um, the Falcons are. Uh, I think the Seahawks are. We just talked yeah. about the Bucks being. Um, so Bucks and Car, yeah. yeah. So it's so. What that means is that when we do have a situation where one guy pops, he'll be out quicker. They'll be out of uh, uh, out of the lineups quicker. Now you're still gonna have to keep some of that flexibility that you had from last year, but um, so far we're planning. Our leagues are that we're in control of are planning on moving forward with business as usual via 2019. Yep. 
We don't have additional IR spots. We don't have now, additional vacant spots. Starts but, becoming an issue. Obviously, we'll adjust like we did yep. last year. And we already have the roadmap for it. Right. So, we have yeah. an idea of how to make this work. And seeing as how... I mean, now we had games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday last year. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it Monday, shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That uh, just reminds me of that. Sorry. It, it shows that more than likely the NFL will figure out ways to keep games on schedule. Moving along. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a there was a bit of a hubbub about the fact that they were going to force teams to forfeit if they had a COVID if they were if they couldn't play due to a COVID. You know, an uh, unvaccinated, an COVID. unvaccinated COVID person or something like that, and um, and I just I, I don't foresee that actually being a problem because they were so good at flexing people around last year. They'll do it Hell, again this the, year. The Texans last year, or not the Texans, the Titans last year were out of their building for like eleven solid days. Yeah, and they still played all their games. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so so it's not it's not impossible. Um, it'll happen again. Um, and uh, so, so yeah, so, I mean, we're jacked. We're ready to go. We are, it's, we're recording Monday night, uh, which means we have four days. Three days. Three days three until, days. Uh, until we have. And it's a NFL. good Thursday night starter. Yeah. What's, uh, who's opening we, again? We, we got the Cowboys versus the Bucks. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, are they in Tampa? I think yes, they're in Tampa. It is right? in Tampa. They usually in give Tampa. Them the so this, this is the first, this is the first game. <laughs> <laughs> Scott just slammed his knee really hard. Oh, fuck, so bad. Uh, I felt like a kid there for a second where I hit it. And I was like, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then I saw that Rick noticed it. And I was like, oh my God, it hurts so bad. Uh, but yeah, this is the first game that Brady gets as a buck with fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, they had limited fans last year. It's Florida. But, uh, I mean, full, a full, full stadium. stadium. I don't think they had a full stadium. Yeah. Um, maybe they did in the postseason. I kind of actually thought maybe they did. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't it's, it's a big deal. Um, and uh, uh, so, I guess, moving right into uh, news uh, for your week one, a uh, couple, of, couple of important pieces. Dak Prescott is full go. He's, he's going to be there. He says that his because uh, what was actually potentially going to keep him out was not his ankle uh which or his leg that he broke at the uh, you know beginning of last season uh, it was actually his shoulder his throwing arm uh shoulder uh, uh got injured somehow and uh they wanted to make sure that they were taking it easy on him uh apparently he's gone a couple around a couple of days in a row of practice and has no side effects whatsoever so he's full go um what else? Uh, Mark Andrews just signed a new contract, uh, making him, I think, the third highest paid tight end. I was just reading an article. He will be the top paid tight end over the next four years. Yeah, because the signing so, bonuses have already yeah. been paid out on the other guys. Yep. So, well, bless me. Thank you. I uh, think, uh, okay, uh, uh, Deshaun Watson, uh, Texans are keeping him on the roster, on the 53-man roster, and they're making him a healthy scratch every week. This is going to save them something like $10 million in cap um, and also uh, dig their heels into the sand. They're not going anywhere. Watson's not going anywhere because nobody wants to pay up for him. We've talked about it a million times. Um, yeah, There's too many things on the table still for any team to actively want to trade for him. Yep. And yeah. the Texans are not willing to 
put all of, from what it sounds like at least, they're not, they're not willing to put all of the safety measures to uh, return picks, basically, if, if, yeah. if he never touches a football field again. Right, right. Which is what any team that would be trading for him would want. Uh-huh. I could see somebody putting up a bunch of picks, like, say, Miami, and... uh That's your face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could see a team putting out a bunch of picks... Uh, to, to take Watson as long as they had the safety net of this is not going to be... Uh, these all turn into seventh-round picks for the next yep. five years. Yep, yep. Right, and, yeah, it's it, it's it's too much of, of... It's like gambling on gas station sushi. Yeah, it might it might work out, but you also might be stuck in the shitter for the next four or five days. They're technically calories, and, and that's what you need, but... Really, you're just going to spend more calories getting rid of the damn stuff than you are. Um, uh, What else we got here? Uh, Ravens, they're working out a couple of running backs. uh, Because Justice Hill now went down to an ACL. No, Achilles. Achilles. So Two Achilles so far in the last week and a half. Two weeks. Yeah, that's fucking brutal, man. Yeah. Um, so uh, they're working out Lev Bell, Devontae Freeman, um, and my guess is whoever wants the least amount of money is going to get the job. Yeah. Um, they'll sign They'll sign somebody. Yeah, they might even sign a, a, a third person behind that. Yeah. Um, they, they're they they're really thin right now. They've got, uh, I mean, it's just Gus Edwards and, God, what's the other guy? He's got a weird name. Um. Uh, it's a rookie this year, yeah. so he's he's not important. Oh um, yeah, um, uh, but you're not. Yeah, but you're not gonna. You're not gonna run into the season with him. You're. I'm certain of it, because um, I think if I remember correctly, he's actually like a scat back. But um, anyway, and and Frodo made a good point off camera. Uh, this is uh, this is we're we're talking about the second or third running back anyway. Tyson Williams. That's the guy. Yeah. Uh, so the. Lamar Jackson's your primary running back there. It, it always will be. It would be really interesting if they picked up a a marquee running back, if they were to sign somebody. Like, say, if they picked up Carson, uh, 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 Chris Carson uh, this last year when he hit the open market, that would have been interesting to see, to have them have an actual force behind the offensive line there, plus Lamar Jackson. Um, I, I felt like that would have been really. Good. I mean, that's not a knock on Gus Edwards. He, uh, I think Gus Edwards is just just a step behind Chris Carson, um, and Chris Carson's a step behind the elite. But um, it would be cool to see them put. I mean, since they do run the ball so much, why not give themselves? A well, real and shot? I think that's what they were. Their hope was with Dobbins this year because Dobbins looked really good at the end of last year. And I mean, Gus Edwards has been involved, but he's never been like handed the keys to the car right so this will be the 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 moment for him to prove that he's that guy for them yeah he Um, has to he has to and so by by sheer volume alone he's going to get he's going to be you know uh rb 10 to 20 this is the worst thing for the Ravens and best thing for fantasy managers. Yes. Because yes. that was such a muddy backfield with the limited amount of work that in they were going to get. God just went in and... Compared to... Because, I mean, as everybody knows, that the number one running back for the team is Jackson. Yes. He's going to carry the ball probably more than anybody else on the team. Yeah. Most likely. Yep. But 
that's he can't do all of it. So the fact that it's limited down to basically one person that's going to get the majority of that, even if yeah. even if Le'Veon Bell or Devontae Freeman comes in, Gus Edwards is still going to get the lion's share of that. It's not like it would have been it with him and uh, J.K. Dobbins. That right. would have been split a that hell of a, a lot more. Very split backfield. So yeah, it's yeah. still good for Gus Edwards, and I'm not concerned on whoever they bring in. Yeah, nobody that they bring in is going to, unless they make a big trade for somebody, um, I, I, nobody they bring in is going to take it from Gus Edwards at this mm-hmm. point. Because Gus did run pretty well last year, so uh, when he did have the ball. Um, CEH and Daryl Williams are both uh, good to go in Kansas City. Um, and that's pretty much it as far as the news goes. We've still got some questionables for week one. Um, Carson Wentz is, point, is pretty much everybody's expecting him to play week one. Yep. Yep. That's good. Uh, so. That's good for everybody on that team. Um, the uh, Scott was really hoping for a backup week one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Saquon Barkley is uh, probable, I think, at this point to play, but we're all thinking that he's going to be pretty heavily limited. The fact that... that they still don't know whether or not he's full go means that he's going to be limited. How much, how much of this though, it could just be coach talk. It I could mean, it be. Looked, That's what I, mean, I was thinking. I mean, Barkley's saying all the things that he's supposed to do to reinforce that. Yeah. Um, but he could come out and actually be 120% ready to go. And, and he could be, break but at the bones. same time, this team is not good. There is a lot of issues on this team. Mm -hmm. On top of the fact that a lot of their wide receivers are injured, Evan Ingram's injured. So, Galladay's injured. Yeah, every everybody. Yeah, Kenny Galladay is dealing with a hamstring issue. Uh, And and beyond all of that, you have Daniel Jones throwing the ball. Right. So you're not behind a line that's not good in the first place. Right. Right. With a defense that's not great. There's the. I wanted no part of Saquon yeah. this year because of the fact that it's on this team. Right, right. He may be a fantasy value, but I was not willing to take the risk because of everything around this team. I don't remember where he was going. He kind of ended up being like fourth or fifth, I think, off the board. No, uh, I think so he was a little further back than that. Even a little bit further. So yeah. so let me ask you this. You're sitting sixth place right now. You're about ready to draft. You've got Ezekiel Elliott. You've got Saquon Barkley, and you've got Jonathan Taylor. Out of those three, I would take Zeke. You would take Zeke, okay. Yeah. With, with with the coach talk of them wanting to get Naeem Hines more work, uh-huh. still yeah. having Marlon Mack mm-hmm. and Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. I would go Zeke because Zeke's still going to be the workhorse for that team. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Even um, splitting time with Tony Pollard, like I expect him to this year. I th- we've been saying that for a couple of years now with him, and every year Tony Pollard comes in and he does ha- has himself some good games, and yet when Zeke's healthy, they just give Zeke the ball. Yeah, and I think they, I still think that'll happen. He'll be the majority share. Yeah, of the back carries and whatnot, but he had he uh, is far more valuable than splitting time with three different guys, especially in the sense that one of those guys is a very different player. Yeah, compared to uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Saquon Bark, or not Saquon, Zeke, I think, had 219 carries or something like that last year, and um, 
I, the, the general rumor is that he's not going to hit 200 this year because Tony Pollard's going to take it away. Um, I would I would put the over on 200. Yeah, easily. I don't I, I don't disagree with with what you're saying there at all. I think that he'll have a perfectly fine year, especially if he gets the whole fumbling under under control. I think that a was lot, a huge deal last I year. I think yeah. a lot of it had to do with he just didn't have confidence anymore. Well, it was it was part confidence. It was part the fact that their offensive line was decimated, and then it, and and then. Uh, it, confidence in, in himself or confidence in the team around I think him, it was that's, that's what I, the, that's what okay. I mean confidence in the team itself yeah. because that team straight imploded mm-hmm. when Zach, when Dak went down right right and I think that now they started to build things back up towards the end of the year the defense right. started playing better than they had I think they Zeke weren't was playing. actually hurt when Dak was hurt like, that I think he was down for a couple of weeks with like just like a like a high ankle or something like that, and um, and so like everything was lost to yeah. the world. And then he came back, and there was sort of this expectation that it's okay. We've got Zeke back now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can take the load off of. Uh, he can take Andy, Andy Dalton's load. Um, and he can carry that load on his chin, and maybe they'll be able to put something together. Uh, and then he couldn't, and so he got sad because he couldn't handle his load. Um, so, so, so this year, uh, we, I, I personally expect things to go very well in Dallas. Um, speaking of Dallas, though, Zach Martin. Yep, uh, Zach Martin's down for this week at least. We we think he's we don't think he's going to make it out this week. No, he's I think he's been ruled out already. Okay, I'm looking him up real quick. Um, and then uh, let's see here. Uh, what do you know about Curtis Samuel, uh, Frodo? Uh, he he looks like he is uh, trending towards week one start. So uh, he's been full participant in practices and movements. So. Um, you know, you're drafting him in a position where you could probably sit him, but and just yeah. see how he does week one. But I mean, if you have to, I, I'd be okay playing him. Remember, Ron Rivera usually doesn't, you know, you know, pussyfoot around a lot of that stuff as much as some right. coaches he, do. Right, exactly. So. He doesn't do the bill check. Everybody's on the way on the injured. injured no, no, every he's week. straightforward for the most part. Yeah. So I, I, I think, I think with uh, with uh, with Fitz. They're uh, they're they're gonna their entire receiving core is gonna be pretty beneficial to fantasy for this year. Yeah, Zach Martin will be out this week. He had a positive COVID test, so he will okay. for sure not be out. Okay. Not be out there this week. Uh, and then I guess speaking of Dalton, who's gonna who's gonna start over there? I think, Dalton or Field? I think Dalton starts, and part of that is yeah. I think Dalton starts uh, because it's against the Rams. Uh, the Rams. Yeah. And so, and so, yeah. The idea being, you don't want to put a rookie up against that defense, and have just him, Aaron Donald, or uh, that's what I meant, is Aaron yeah, Donald, yeah. Um, and and just get his ass handed to him. Not to mention on the back end of that is Jalen Ramsey, <laughs> right? Unless you're the Dolphins, and then they and do on, that with. Two and on the back end of that is Matt Stafford has a built-in hatred for the Bears. Yeah. So I mean, he's in LA now, but he still hates the Bears. He's supposed right, to. Right. So now you've got Matt Stafford with a good coach, a great defense, and a strong offense. 
and the best receivers he's had pretty What's, much ever outside of Megatron. I, I guess we'll get into this in a little bit, but I'm I'm interested to see what the over over under is on that one. Um, so uh, yeah, okay, I think that's pretty much it for the questionables um, or possibles for week one. So I guess what we'll do is we'll get right into uh, you know our uh, our week one breakdown. As far as you know, the player breakdown on week one fantasy football. You know who you're it's starting. It's a crapshoot almost. Well, exactly, because you're starting all of your studs, and now you're taking your dart throws at uh, your, your guys that... Yeah, I mean, outside of injuries, something injury happened, you're starting the players that you drafted early. Right. I and mean, that's just that's, that's, how it. It, that's how it is. Yep. So uh, your first six rounds are playing, and then your defense and your kicker. Yeah, the so, only thing that, like, unless you were somebody that drafted Saquon... And you're not positive on him, and they're playing. Who's Giants are playing Denver? I wouldn't play Saquon this week, anyways. Yeah, uh, that's not a fun matchup for Saquon, uh, especially with limited sna- uh, limited snaps, probably, and all that. So I I, I would yeah. steer clear of that. So I'd be playing one of your lower tier guys that has the most upside. Sure. Uh, as far as that, because you're playing at least two running backs for the most part, most likely. So um, there's some there, there's some poor running back matchups. Uh, for some of the guys out there. Uh, but, I mean, outside of that, you, nobody really knows what the defenses are going to be. Yeah, you got a good idea that the Rams are going to be a good defense. The Bucks are going to be a good defense because everybody fucking returned. Yeah. Uh, and then everybody else's rookies are coming in. You think that they're going to be a strong defense that doesn't always add up. I mean, a couple of years ago, the Vikings had a really strong defense, and then the following year they got fucking decimated all year long. Right, right. So, and then and so now this year, what do you expect out of the Vikings? Well, a betting man says that they're going to have a strong defense, but at the same time, they didn't add too many. No, they didn't add anything that made you go, "Oh, this is going to be a good, be- a better defense." Right. All right. They so, add a lot of. They did add a lot of secondary help. Yeah, they they've got depth now for sure. But again, rookies, you never know if they're going to be able to. They can look great in the preseason and great in uh, practice, but as soon as an actual NFL game hits, they oh, yeah. can it's stumble hard. So uh, Thursday night, a couple nights away. Yeah. Big matchup. Got the Cowboys versus Tampa Bay. Cowboys in Tampa Bay. Okay, so this one, I mean, I don't think – I've got Dak Prescott and I have uh, Zeke. Uh, uh, Philadelphia quarterback Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. So I've got Dak Prescott and I've got Hurts, and I like Dak Prescott for the season. Week one, I'm probably going to be playing Hurts um, against Atlanta. Against yeah. yeah, against Atlanta, and 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 but more specifically the Dak mask, uh, the Dak against uh, the Bucks offense or defense. Uh, you want to see week one. You want to see, see him one more week. Yeah. I want to see one week of him on the field. Yeah. Get out some of those jitters and then uh, uh, and then go Hell, from there. You could you could lose out because it could be the same Dak from last year. Yep. And I, to he, start week one, who throws up forty five points and four touchdowns, yep, four hundred yards, four touchdowns, and a couple of snuck in. Like yeah, no, this is it, we could see that. I don't expect it. Uh, I don't expect it against Tampa. Bay. Neither do I. Right. Yeah. And and they're in Tampa. I mean, I. You're playing all of your Tampa guys, right? You're not worried at all about the Cowboys defense, even though they're healthy this year. No, you're not. Um, is there anybody that you're concerned about on Tampa? Uh, you don't know what running, running, running back backs. To play. 
but only yeah. because you don't know which one to play, not because there's. Yeah. If I was, if I had, if I had to play one of them, I would play Ronald Jones. I would too. Um. But that's not with Rogue a lot of Joe? that's not with a lot of confidence. Nope. Uh, if you're starting a, uh, a Tampa Bay running back, you're probably not terribly confident. Anyway, um, is anybody going to take the Cowboys out of the gate? Not me. Nope. Not against nope. Tampa Bay with everybody returning yeah. and everything else. Yeah. It, they're probably one of the most, like, yeah, they're almost identical to what they were last year. So, All right, you're, so you're, not, you're not guessing anything. The other thing that Scott and I were talking about before you got on the call here was... Uh, Especially, I guess, especially on um, on matchups that we all agree on. Yeah. Tampa Bay is an eight-point favorite. I w- we were kind of thinking maybe adding a little bit to our pickums and saying, okay, we're all picking the favorite here. It's an eight-point favorite. How about for another point, you pick the over/under? I like it. Yeah. So it's an eight-point. They're, they're eight-point favorites. I'm going to take the under. Okay. I think I'm going to take the over. Okay. Uh, yeah. Over under eight and a half? No, eight. eight. Eight points. Eight points. In Tampa. Um, I'm going to take the under. No, no. Yeah, under. <laughs> All right. Okay. What's the uh, point spread? Did you write that I did down? not look. I okay. did not look the points. Right. Uh, okay, so uh, God, it's, it's weird to be talking about actual football as if it's going right. to be played this week. Uh, so, so there you go. I mean, uh, 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 we all think the Bucks are going to win it. Um, Frodo and I have the under on it, um, and there's nobody that I'm not that I'm afraid to start. Dak, I'm probably going to sit. Just because I have a better, I have another alternative, but I wouldn't hate it if you if he was your guy going into the season. But if you have CD or um, Amari Cooper, you're playing him. Playing him. If you're playing, if sure. you have Zeke, you're playing him. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh Okay, so next up, who do you have on your list? Jags and Texans. Jags, Texans. Okay, so uh, this is uh, Lawrence's debut, right? This is this is. Getting... Yeah, I mean, he couldn't have gotten a better start. If, if, <laughs> no shit, right? If Chicago's like, playing, hey, if Chicago's playing the child. Texans. Justin Field was named the starter yeah, right? weeks ago, <laughs> right? But they're not. They're playing the Rams. So uh, Lawrence, and by all accounts, he's looked pretty good, right? Yeah, he has. Yeah. So uh, they've uh, and they the lost... Texans have looked really bad. The Texans have looked. Really bad. We're, we're all taking wild card. We're all taking Jacksonville, right? Huh? We're all taking Jacksonville. On yeah, this and one, this right? might be. Yeah, this, I thought you said you're, we're all taking Texans. It did sound like you said uh, that. No, 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 no. Um, I am. Uh, I'm hesitant to play anybody here except for a running back, only because I'm. I'm no. I'm, okay, so Curtis Samuel is he playing? It looks like he's gonna play. Well, okay. you'll know more because he's a Sunday game, so you'll know more by Thursday. Yeah, yeah. If I was going to play anybody outside of James Robinson, James Robinson, it would probably be Chenault. 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 Yeah. Okay. They've had a pretty good connection they so far this offseason. Yeah. Um, which is weird because Chenault was going close to undrafted in a lot of leagues, and I thought that was kind of interesting. I actually tried to make a play for him in a couple of trades and couldn't pull him up. But um, All right, so for the over-under on this one, it's a lot closer here. So this one will be a little more interesting. Jacksonville by three. 
over. I'm going to take Jacksonville. All right. So we're all going to agree on that one then. Yeah, it's across the board. It's we're all taking the over and Jacksonville. Um, and I don't honestly, I don't love I don't love the Jags to win seven or eight games. You know, this year I don't I don't think they're going to be that much improved. But when you play the Texans, but when you play the Texans, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and give you one. All right, so this one I feel like is going to be split. Uh, we got the Chargers against Washington Football Team. Yeah, uh, again, this one's a pretty simple as far as fantasy goes. You're going to start out all your studs, starting everybody on this one. There's nobody that's questionable. There, I mean, um, I'm not afraid to start anybody. When it comes to the offense. I said Curtis Samuel, no. but that's because yeah. I was looking at the next game. So yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm not starting any. I, I'm 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 not afraid to start anybody. Uh, I, I honestly I love Fitzpatrick this week. Um, so uh, I'm taking Washington. I'm taking the Chargers. Okay. Where are they playing? Washington. It's in Washington. In Washington. What's the what's the spread? Hmm. <laughs> Chargers by one. That's close, man. I'm taking Washington with their defense. I'll take Washington in the over. Yep. So are we doing the over unders when we're split? Oh yeah, I guess we don't really need to do the over under when we're split. We're we're just only on only on ones that we're all agreed upon. Sure, sure. Uh, Next up, you've got uh, 49ers and Lions. Um, is there anybody that we need to be worried about on the 49ers, Rick? Or is Ayuk down? is playing. Okay. Um, he's returned to full practice, so I don't. Okay. I don't think there's any concern there. Um, Mostert's full practice, so I don't think it, the guys that were possibly injured. The closer and closer I get to this season, the more and more I regret that I don't have any shares of Mostert. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's going to have a really good season this season. And he played in the final preseason game. So that just, I mean, when they were concerned about his uh, slight injury uh, before, the fact that he played in week three of the uh, preseason (laughs) proves that he's fine. Yeah. Because if there was any concern, he wouldn't have played. Yeah, uh, I tried to make a an, again a few pushes for uh, Mostert, um, but uh, the problem problem is when you're trading in fantasy football is there's always going to be a winner and a loser unless you find the perfect trade, which does happen every once in a while. But everybody has a tendency this early in the season to overvalue what they have, me included, you know. And so when I send somebody over to them, you know, to to offer over, you know, Mostert. Um, uh, my value is I, everybody's got a shaky value system right now just mm-hmm. because everything is potential. Nothing is on paper now. Right. Um, and I thought maybe I'd be able to steal him early, and I haven't yet. Yeah. I might, but I haven't yet. Is anybody taking the Lions here? No. no. <laughs> All right. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, the over-under is seven and a half. I was just going to say seven. I was going to guess seven. Okay. Um... I think that's going to be a – the Bills are going to absolutely decimate. But it's not the Bills. Why am I looking at that? San Francisco. Yeah, no. San Francisco could absolutely just eat them a fucking apart. Yeah. Um, seven and a half. That's a lot of points to win by. Is TJ Hawkinson full go, or is he still a, a concern? Look, Because he was injured in preseason. And I don't remember seeing anything about whether he's playing or not. 
because if he's not playing, smash the over. Yeah, I and DeAndre I, Swift was beat up too, wasn't he? Yeah, he's still was a little limited. But I'm st- I'm not even that confident in. Uh, I, I I am not a buyer on Hawkinson. Um, he's been uh, a really popular target this offseason for a lot of people, and I've I've got no shares of him. Uh, TJ is questionable. Uh, expected to be ready for the start. So, okay. an AC joint issue. Uh, and it's been going on for a few weeks. So, um, but he's still been practicing, uh, but non contact. Um, and then uh, DeAndre Swift. Swift. Swifty is. Uh, questionable. Uh, he's got a groin issue. Um, he's back at practice, but they're concerned that he might not be able to play week one. So he is... If you don't have your top two targets on the team, that's an issue. Yeah, I think they'll have Hawk, but it doesn't look like... They don't look like they're very hopeful for uh, Swift. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and say that he's not going to be there. Um and that may they might have just they 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 might hold him out and just chalk week one up to a loss at this point. Yeah. Right. Uh, so Jamal Williams is behind him, uh, or Jamar Jefferson out of OSU, but you know not the one that you guys know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Ohio State. <laughs> uh, this one's from ours. Uh, so, Oregon State, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The other black and orange team. Um, I don't. Uh, I, I don't feel confident. I mean, Jamal Williams has got to be the guy, right? But uh, and I got to stop talking into the side of the mic. So, you taking the over then? Yeah, I'm taking the over. Frodo, you taking the over? I've spent this entire time talking yeah. into the side of the mic. It's going to be a fun audio for you guys. <laughs> All right, who we got next? Because you jumped on that one, so. Oh, I did see. I, I I was predicting which way I was walking, which way you were going down. And I, oh man, so it's all good. All right, where are we going next? Uh, my my next is uh, Seattle and Colts. Okay, okay. This is gonna be a good game. So weird. I don't understand. Went straight down the left side to begin with, then you hopped over, but there wasn't a time diff. I don't get it, man. I don't, I I, I, I just NFL. went off the NFL schedule. I just that went was off on, the, that was on mobile, right? And I went on the off the NFL schedule that's online, and yeah. it's all jacked up every time. So Seahawks Colts, yeah, Seahawks Colts. Uh, Seahawks are two and a half point favorites. Yeah, because they're on they're on the road, which means that basically, are you at all concerned about Dwayne Brown? No, he's back. He's gonna play. I had full confidence that he was gonna play to begin with. He started practicing today. Uh, Pete Carroll says he's good to go. They are not going to put him on contract they just outright told him um we we're not focusing on a contract for you this year um i don't know if that means that he just they're gonna let him hit the free market or if uh not but he will be there this year there's no question about that he'll be full go and he's a veteran he's a veteran of the highest degree therefore the fact that he missed all of these offseason uh, reps is is not a big deal at all. Right. So as an offensive lineman, he knows that it's not like he's learning a new system yeah. entirely or anything. Yeah, we we brought everybody back on the offensive line except for one person, which we upgraded to Gabe Jackson. So we're uh, our offensive line looks better. It's not 
I wouldn't necessarily call it a full upgrade, but uh, it's certainly better than it was. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I like the Colts, or I mean, I like the I like the Seahawks here. I don't. This is a little bit more of a coin toss to me. I mean, I, I like the Colts. The only the only thing that's it's a rough start for for the Seattle offense because the Colts are a tough defense. They're a tough defense, yeah. And yeah. Seattle doesn't always come out guns blazing week we, one. We almost always don't come out. <laughs> Last year was weird because it was, it was the flu. They right. were on fire. Right. Right. So, uh, and, and, and so we don't know, we don't know what to expect, right? Are we going to see these short to intermediate passes? Are we going to see this quick game, this up tempo? Um, what are the Colts going to be looking for, you know, as far as to defend? Um, uh, it, th- there's a lot of question marks. The biggest question mark in the game though, is Carson Wentz. Yeah, so, Car- well, that Carson Wentz and the fact that there's no T.Y. Hilton, who he seemed to have a good uh, connection with. Uh, T.Y. Hilton may never play again. Yeah. Uh, when you have a neck issue the way he does, I mean, he's... What do you know about that? Uh, do, you, uh, do you know how it happened? A dislocated know? disc in his neck. I don't really? know. Yeah, I don't know that it, if it was a hard hit or what. I'm not positive. Um, but... When you are, I mean, now given he's like 31, so he's not old, but okay. in receiver years, he's I slept up wrong there. last night and I had a slip disc. Right? <laughs> so, so, um, yeah, he's he, he honestly he may not play again. Uh, it could be something similar to like when Cam Chancellor had his neck issue and it was just you, you can't play no more. Yeah, game over, man. You're done. Pack um, it up. No matter how much he wants to play, still, it's yeah. just. You could that, die. <laughs> who is that Steelers guy? Shazer? Yeah, Ryan yeah. Shazer. Yeah. Um, well, I'm going to take the Seahawks. Uh, I'm going to play all of the Seahawks. I don't particularly like drafting Seahawks players um, just because they're a little bit unpredictable, except for Chris Carson. Um, I'm also smashing the over on this. You said it was two and a half point? Yeah, two and a half. Yeah, that's... I'll take the over. Are you taking Seattle? That means he's taking the mm. yeah. If you're taking the over, that means you're taking Seattle. Yeah. You know, no. I'm gonna take Colts and the under. Okay. I'm I'm also taking the Colts. Okay. All right. So we'll see what's we'll see what's going on here. Um, it'll it'll be really interesting, right? This is this is what everybody's been waiting to see. Russell Wilson since the interview with uh, Dan Patrick, uh, I don't know the second or third week of the offseason. This is the week that we've been waiting for. Yeah, right. You've got a little bit of an upgrade on your offensive line, and you've got an offensive-minded uh, play caller now. Like, here we go. Let's see it. Let's. This is rubber meets the road. Second guessing my pick. <laughs> yeah, because you forgot Shane Waldron's there. It's just the Colts defense is no joke. I I, I think they are going to be, I I think it's going to be one of the top defenses Uh this year by far. I think Uh, that's why they keep going with these vet guys that are on the market uh, for QB because they know that their defense is strong enough to hold up anybody and their offense has enough star power, enough young talent on there. And now I know he, just had a surgery and all that stuff, but I think we've made it very clear that we are pro Carson Wentz in this room. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think yep. that he still has a lot of football left in him. Sure. And he has a lot of drive, and he's not broken the way that he was in Philadelphia. I, We all believe, I think, maybe I'm speaking for myself here, but I'm a pretty firm believer here that he got hit the same way that Mariota did. He's got a he's got a strong case of the yips, mm-hmm. and um, and that that a change of scenery, a change of offense, a change of defense. Being back with the back with his Frank Wright, yep, uh, with his Frank Wright, whatever, yeah. whatever. Well, he had an MVP running season, <laughs> yeah. So like, so this is this is exactly what it would if he can't succeed here. Mm-hmm. Done, game yeah. over for him. On top of the fact that he's probably behind top three O-lines in the yeah. NFL now. Colts still have a very strong O-line. Uh, so, uh, well, I'm, I'm staying I'm staying with the Seahawks in the over. Are you going to commit? I'm a, yeah, I'm going to leave it with the Colts. Okay. Trust your gut. You know, okay. fu- you know what's funny is that I didn't tell you guys I got up, had to go to the bathroom, grab a drink, because I knew he was talking about Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So next up, we've got, uh, we got a, uh, a revenge game going on here. Yeah. We got the Jets and Carolina. Carolina. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. So this is the proof right here of how bad is he who shall not be named. (laughs) Does he, does Sam Darnold succeed right out of the gate? And if he does, can he just put the pedal down and just crush (laughs) Or do they just hand the ball to CMC the entire game? The entire time. (laughs) I'm hoping they do. (laughs) I mean, just personally. Uh, I I think uh, I think Zach Wilson is going to be uh, roughly introduced to the NFL. <laughs> yeah, and Sam Darnold is going to go fucking ham. I for his sake, I hope he does. I think he goes ham just based on the fact it's kind of like how Drew Brees was with Alvin Kamara. Yeah, where it's just short yeah. dump off, but then Alvin Kamara just like magically appears in the end zone. Just, yeah, right, exactly. He does the Vanellope Von Schweetz uh, yeah. lick jump all the way through the... Kind of like in Warzone where they got the speed the hackers. Hack. Yeah. Speed hackers, yep, yep. Oh, yeah. speaking of, real quick, I found out why we got absolutely clusterfucked last night. No, is that? Do you want to know what our lobbies looked like? Yeah. Okay, so we played five games, right? Something yeah, something like, like that. that. So five games. It just got. It felt like a lot more. <laughs> uh, point nine six. Point nine six. Okay. Which is eh, one point three one. Okay. One point two eight. Okay. Point nine nine. One point one nine. These are all the same kinds of lobbies that Rick and I were playing all day long. We just Which is got, frustrating because we're just not that good. We're not that good, guys. <laughs> like, there's something wrong with you guys' SBMM because we are not that good. Um, uh, Ravensoft, we need to talk to you guys a little bit about this. Um, yeah, even for me, that's that's still fucking sweaty as shit. And, like, there's a guy with a 6KD in there. You got to be fucking yeah. kidding me. Yeah. Yeah, like okay, so I think I I, I don't want I don't want to get into it. This is this is a football podcast, and I'm about to go on a fucking war zone rant. But more or less, here's the spoiler alert: I'm playing Sea of Thieves tonight. If you guys want to jump, on. <laughs> that's that's the that's the long and short of it. Ashley and I are gonna jump on. We're gonna fucking hunt down some bitches. All right, so Jets and Carolina. Who you guys got? Carolina, Carolina, Carolina. Oh, so it's in uh, Carolina is a five point favorite. Don't really love that. (laughs) 
The one thing you got to remember. I'm going to take the under, but it's but Carolina's going to win. The one thing you got to remember, overs are generally hit first game of the season. Are they? Yeah. Because defenses are not always on not always cuz we don't have the tape, all we don't together. have the Yeah. I'm going to take the over because I think my hope is is that CMC is going to make a show of it. Like he's going to be like, "Hey, what's up NFL? Did you guys miss me?" Yeah, that's probably a good. Here's five yeah, probably games. over. The Jets defense still is not even with Salah there. They they still don't have what they need to do to really stop something. Yeah. Is Richard Sherman still unsigned? Yeah. Yeah. There's been nothing ever since that all that shit went down. Yeah. Like there's been no Richard Sherman talk. Yeah, he's been intentionally quiet. Yeah. Like like everybody about it has been intentionally quiet. I guarantee teams are talking to him and his agent. Yeah. Actually I think he's his own agent. He is. Um so so uh they're talking to him, uh, but they're saying we gotta get you like sparkly clean again. Um yeah, you know. That reputation was hard enough to begin with. So uh, he had an unjustifiably bad reputation as a um, problem. I think on the outside, I think most players never viewed him that way. I think so too. I think so too. Other than probably Michael Crabtree. (laughs) Can we just talk about real quick? Yeah, that's fair. That's really nice. Um, uh, Can we just talk about real quick? This is uh, speaking of bad PR for a team. How does a team justifiably go out there and pursue Deshaun Watson right now? Yeah, I don't know. You can't. You can't. And I can't believe that there are teams doing it, that there are owners out there doing it, there are managers out there doing it. It's not just beat reporters going, well, you know what would be a good fit is Deshaun Watson. It's not. I mean, it's actual sound bites of owners owners saying that they want that, that they would like him on the team. Now, I get that somebody saying, I would like that what he's been able to do right. on the team right. but saying that you actually want Deshaun Watson on your team amid 26 allegations yeah yeah now part of that is you can't say that he's guilty yet right right but you also can't say that all 26 of those women are lying right right so until he's either proved In sexual innocent, misconduct can have a wide range of I mean it can it, sexual mi- misconduct could be rape or it could be Aziz Ansari who had a bad date yeah. like like that's the right. that's the problem here now 26 of them coming forward like I think what we've got here is I, at the very least there's there's got to be a, a a conversation about um uh, uh masseuses and boundaries, boundaries <laughs> and and you know when it's okay to uh uh, I, this is what I've always wondered because I've had a I've had a handful of massages. Handful was the wrong term. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong term, and I regret it immediately. But I've had a number of massages in my life, and and at any point when there's an attractive uh, you know masseuse there, I I you know you have to start counting dots on the ceiling, or you have to <laughs> like start picturing you know Ricky's grandmother or something like that, not his mom because that'll do the wrong thing. Uh, but but like how does somebody ask hey so are we gonna do the happy ending or are we uh, like 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 uh, like the 
the balls on the guy to say, <laughs> to say, hey, are you a whore? <laughs> just like trying to figure, just figuring it out here. I don't know how you do that. I really don't know how you do that. I'm not asking so I can find out. I'm asking because that's crazy. Like you really <laughs> got to step out there on the leg. And if you're Deshaun Watson, the star, maybe the second or third biggest star in the state of Texas sports, and you go out there and you're like, hey, you want to tuck my wiener? That's insane. Should've right. Yeah, I mean, you can only ask that when you're holding a PP. Yes, right, <laughs> right. Preferably with a big drum. You know, you really want to make sure that you can spray a lot when you've got your PP in your hand. Uh, okay, so uh, what's Moving up next? Moving on to the next one, we got the Vikings against the Bengals. Vikings and Bengals. Okay, so I feel like the Bengals oh. are uh, getting a little bit overhyped in this offseason. They're overhyped? Not overhyped. They're 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 not being like I think the expectations for the Bengals is that uh Joe Burrows is gonna come back, he's gonna fucking light it up again and he because he had a really good start to the I think he had four weeks in, something like that. Um and he had a really good start. Uh especially fantasy wise. I think that's a lot of pressure to put on a rookie kid to come off of a ACL tear. Yeah. Um, ACL and MCL, I believe. So full, just leg flopping in the wind tear. And and I think that it would be good for us to hedge our bets against this. And at the same time, I go back to the Vikings defense was bad last year, uncharacteristically so. I don't, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of good things coming out of Bengals camp at all. Yeah. There's been very little good talk about Jamar Chase so far. Um, Yeah. There's been concerned that Burroughs looks scared. Yeah, I would be too. Not, His leg was shredded. And is not ready to take a solid hit again. Um, like, he's going to be dreading that until probably it happens. Maybe after it happens and he's okay. Get rocked once or something like that. Maybe at that point he kind of gets his confidence well, he's back. Played his, he's played in the offseason, hasn't he? Yeah, but it hasn't been great. Yeah. Um, part of that is people are saying that's part of the reason why Jamar Chase isn't looking good. But Jamar Chase is also just dropping passes. Yeah. Like, he's just had a, a case of the drops. Yeah. Bad. Well, and it's also the NFL now. Yeah. Like, it's... it's Receivers aren't supposed to... Are notoriously not supposed to step in and play well. Well, part of the thing is a lot of people were saying that because he was coming from the same school and all that, that there'd be that instant connection. And apparently that hasn't been the case. Really? He is not, they have not been on, on on the same point. And that could be a, a a combination of the fact that Burroughs is coming back from this injury and Chase is coming in from, uh, you know, college, uh, a weird, uh, you know, 2020 college season and, um, and, and and all of that. And, and now he's got, I don't actually, I think, I don't think Jamar Chase played at all last year. Did he Frodo? Uh, no, he said he opted out. Yeah, so he hasn't played since 2019. So, so, so he's coming reasons. off a sat season and yeah. isn't looking as crisp as he did at the time. So and that shouldn't surprise anybody. I don't like the Bengals uh, for this game. Um, I would put the Vikings ahead. Yeah, I, I do as well. What's this? Uh, what's the over under? Uh, Minnesota by three. By three. Probably about right. Frodo, what are you taking? You taking Minnesota? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, because I don't believe in... Uh, Burrow is still going to... Watching some of the preseason stuff, they were definitely disjointed, even though they have history. 
it's been two years right. plus an injury from Burrow. So, um, plus he's got grown ass cornerbacks. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm concerned with. about like I still the like defense. Still hasn't it didn't like you know fucking turn themselves into something different. Right. Yeah. Like I stayed away from mixing and everything this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I like Hig- over overpriced yeah. this year. I, I like, like T Higgins. Yeah. Uh but and I like Tyler Boyd. I think Tyler Boyd's going to be the um the the slant guy, the slot guy that's going to get a lot of targets. Yeah. Um but I don't know that even at that point, I mean in a any sort of a PPR it's probably worth it, but yeah. there's a lot of mouths to feed on this team. That you had to pay up for. That you have, it, and that's what I mean when I say the hype here for this team is you got all that's these true. guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Their draft value is so expensive. Joe Mixon, you're spending a lot. Jamar Chase, you're spending a ton on for a rookie who hasn't played a year. Yeah. You know, and so so it's not that these guys are going to be bad. It, it's that they it might take them half a season to get underneath their belt. Um, I don't have a lot of shares of Bengals, but where I do have them is I do have, I've got a T Higgins, I've got uh, I've got a Jamar Chase, I've got a, um, I don't think I've got any Joe Mixon, but um, but it's not by not by design. Yeah, I haven't avoided him just this year in a redraft. I've avoided him at the cost. Yeah. Um, but I do like him. Joe Mixon had uh, an insane finish to the season he last did. year. And, and he could have that similar year. He could come out of the gate, and you know, if they decide to feed him like they should have been the entire time, he could come out and and end up being valued perfectly, or even a steal. Uh, we won't know until it actually goes. Um, so I think are the Vikings we all um, taking the over here of, of three. What are we all taking all right. the over? Of- I had a pee. Oh. Huh. Dude, you peed like four times. What is your problem? No, I got drinks twice. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Minnesota by three. Yeah, I'm taking uh, the over on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all taking that, right? Okay. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I'm taking the over. So here's a fun game. Uh, Steelers-Bills. I don't know if that's the next one on your list or not. It's not, but that's fine. Yeah, Steelers-Bills. This one's a really exciting game to me because, I mean, the... The Bills are are like possibly my favorite team to watch. That's not a uh, that's not in the NFC West. Um, and oh, by the way, Josh Allen still looks really good. He looks really good. Okay, so dude, I watched him just abs- like it's like a fucking cannon. Like the, the touchdown he, pass to Diggs on the end in the end zone. Yeah, just on just like a yeah. dart from like thirty five yards. Yep. Yep. Guys, guy is unbelievable, and he's already in the MVP race just mm-hmm. by stepping on the field. So, uh, who's not in the MVP race is Ben Roethlisberger, um, and that makes me so happy. Uh, I love to watch this guy fail, and he's going to fail hard this season. Their defense is pretty good, though. You, really, you think he's going to fail? Yes. Yes, I think he's played three seasons too long in his career. Okay, but he had he had the elbow surgery a year and a half ago that ended his season. Not last year, but the year before. Okay. And probably shouldn't have played last year mm-hmm. in the sense that his elbow was not healthy. Right. Was not fully healed. Yeah. You know why? Because he's 38 years old right. and he's 400 pounds. 
you can't you don't heal that well. We're gonna have differing opinions on the Steelers again this year. Yes, because mine oh not, not differing from from the past. No, I know. By the way, let's check the tape. Who was right last year? I called it all the way through the season. No, I I, I do agree. Okay. Fantasy-wise, though, there's still value on that team. Sure, there's absolutely value on this team. Um, and, and who do you want more, Chase Claypool or uh, what's the other guy's name? Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson. I I think Deontay Johnson will be will be a better overall PPR PPR player. Okay. I think Ch- Chase Claypool has more upside. Okay. I think he will have more boom games and i don't generally go for boom bust players but generally when i do it is with receivers yeah and i do have at least one share of of uh chase claypool i have Najee harris i think in every one of my leagues right right i think you actually do um because i got him in the rookie draft for our dynasty and i'm pretty sure i drafted him in both other leagues. I yeah, I did, because I drafted him right ahead of uh, Frodo, and then I drafted him with the 12th pick because I was at the end of the draft in the other one. So <laughs> I'm really all in on Najee Harris. <laughs> so if Big Ben goes down, I still want the ball to go to Najee. <laughs> I think you're going to have a great season with Najee <laughs> Harris. I really do. I think that Ben, I, I, I legitimately, not just for my hatred for him, I legitimately think that he's, uh, he's not Tom Brady. No, no, he no. Can't be, he he can't be playing into his 40s. Um, he is, uh, he's taken too many big hits because he's a big guy. So he And he he's always liked the he's liked letting somebody come in and getting a ball out right at the last right, second right. as he, he takes, takes a big hit. A lot of big shots and um and, and this is this is where you see it, is at the back half of his career where his numbers start to slip a little bit. Um and I think I, I, I who's their backup quarterback? Now, in all fairness, last year. Uh, well, Dwayne Haskins is their backup. Is he? Yeah. Um, but in all fairness, last year, Big Ben did have the fastest release over the entire NFL season. Yeah. Partially because he had to. Right. Because the O-line did nothing. Right. Um, but. And, uh, and, and fantasy-wise, you know, he ended 13th overall last year. So he's not, he's not totally garbage. Um, his attempts last year were 608 with 400 completions. So, uh, so, and there was there was a few games in there where it was like his numbers should have been so much better, but they were dropping the ball like crazy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's had some bad luck. There's, bad, no, there's no joke about that. Um, I uh, 240 240 pounds is what his listed weight is. 39. I said 38, but he's 39. So. Uh, yeah, um, but Najee is just the, the slamest of all of the slam dunks. Um, I think he's a huge steal. Um, I think the Bills are going to take this one. It's uh, Steelers at the Bills. My guess is that the Bills have it by four points. Six and a half. Six and a half. Which is, I mean, surprising for the defense, but... Again, there's also the chance that T.J. Watt doesn't play. Right, T.J. Watt not, might not play, and they lost uh, the other guy down to uh, yeah the Tennessee. other the other uh, linebacker, not linebacker, the edge rusher. Yeah, edge rusher Minka. Uh, he was a linebacker. Minka Fitzpatrick. Didn't no, he he's go? still there. Oh, no, 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 okay. no. Minka Fitzpatrick's a safety. Yeah, he's still there. That's who they got from Ooh, the Dolphins. Okay. It was. Um, 
he got injured uh, last year, and yeah, then and that was his last year in the league. God damn it! Who was that? I don't know. Oh. Um. Whatever. Uh. Doesn't matter. Um. I'm gonna take the under. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Bills, and I'm gonna take the under. So basically, everything that I've read as far as T.J. Watt uh, in, in that signing is. Um, the Steelers have always had a rule that they do not do contracts once the season has started. Okay. So, uh, but last year, one of the other, I think the cornerback got signed. What is, today's the sixth, but he got signed on the sixth last year. So basically he has up to Saturday to get signed. I don't believe he sits out. Yeah. But he has said he will not play unless he gets a new contract. Yeah. So it's one of those things. And he's been, and let's, let's, let's the, the, the case, the, 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 uh, 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 what do you call it? The marquee case for holding out for the season comes from the Steelers. Yeah. And this is a byproduct of them not signing new contracts after the beginning of the year. Yep. So maybe they learned their lesson. Maybe. And they need to. Well, and when you have what, who probably should have been defensive player of the year last year, Mm-hmm. Um, because by all accounts he had better numbers. Yep. Um, but you just have Aaron Donald who has the fucking Aaron Donald name, even though that he has the Watt name. Yeah. It's it's not Aaron Donald, and you right. have to look at the fact that Aaron Donald almost always has three people right uh, fucking blocking him. Um, quad. Yeah. Uh, it, it's fucking ridiculous what that guy does. So it, like nobody's mad about other than like the Watt family. Nobody's mad about the fact that T.J. Watt lost defensive player of the year to Aaron Donald. Right. If you're going to lose it to somebody, it might as well be that guy. Yeah. But when you have... Also, I mean, what are you going to do? Go up there and be like, hey, dude, that's mine. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so when you have when you have what is statistically the best defensive player in the league and you're not willing to, to re-sign him to a different contract, right. I mean, that's, that's rough. On That's going to play a huge factor into your entire team. I'm going to check their salary cap situation right now, but I, I think they've actually got a little bit of room. Yeah. Too, which makes it almost worse. But I, I don't see, I don't see Buffalo losing this game though. I don't either. I think Buffalo is going to come out strong and hard and try and really prove that they are the best team in this division. Right. Even though Frodo doesn't believe that. Oh no, they've got no cap space. They've got ten million dollars, so they don't have cap. I don't know. Uh, T.J. Watt is currently taking up. Uh, the third most for this year. Oh, because his his cap is it's a he's still on his rookie, so it's all fully guaranteed. So that's uh, he's got a ten million dollar cap hit. So if they re-signed him, it would probably be, probably, have to be a lot front loaded because and it would probably it go against cap save numbers. them money on cap. I mean, yeah. you know, he wants he he's gonna want a big bonus up front, um, and quite frankly, they need to. I think their only question, probably their big question mark right now, is whether or not. Um, ben can play uh, NFL ball. You yeah. know, can, if if Ben takes another step back this year, then then we're going to be looking at Dwayne Haskins midway through the season. The uh, thing I'm looking at is their defense, their offensive line was a little suspect last year, and it didn't get much better this year. No, they didn't. They didn't put. They they couldn't put much into it. They didn't have yeah. enough room. They had to restructure. restructure Big Ben's contract for him to be able to come back, and but they didn't have anybody else at the time. They've got Dwayne Haskins now, but nobody really knows whether or not Dwayne Haskins right. is going to get his shit together. Right when he was right. on the field and playing well, that was different. But 
he had so many off-field issues that, I mean, if you're a distraction as the quarterback, you're not going to be a quarterback. Right. Right. Uh, the over-under, I, I assume we're all taking Buffalo here. Yes. Yeah. The over-under is six and a half. I'm taking the under. I'm also taking the under. Ooh, I think I'm it's going to be a close over. game. Okay. But I think that Buffalo's going to either hold on to a lead or or come back. Yeah, it's got it's got the the stink of a comeback to me. Yeah. But uh yeah. I I looking at how they played Josh Allen yeah. an entire half, they're full throttle this year. Yeah, you think they're just going to no put it down and and go, okay? Yeah. So, so you're taking the over. Which yeah. means that you want all the Buffalo shares you can get. Uh, I just I just want really two of them. <laughs> yeah, it's all you need. I mean, it's really it's really all, all you need. need. If you can get Diggs, if you can get Allen, you're good. You're probably gonna win it. Win yourself a championship. We saw we had one league where somebody reached for both of them, but he got the stack. And yeah. so, like when I saw the picks come across the board, I was like, oh, that's a bad call. But then, you know, looking at it afterwards, it honestly looked okay. Yeah, he was the first quarterback off the board. His first quarterback. Yep. Uh, who do we got next, Rick? Uh, cards and Tennessee. Cards at Tennessee. So, uh, ooh, this is kind of a tougher. This is, again, we've got another little bit of a wild card here because Arizona has been a, um, a team with a lot of expectations. And I also, outside of Kyler and D-Hop, I don't know who to play on the team. Right. Right. And I don't even want D-Hop really... As in terms of what you have to pay for right, right now, I don't want him as my wide receiver one. Right, I, I I did not ever want to spend that much for him. There's other guys that like Stefan Diggs that I would have rather had. Yep, that uh, I could yeah. get later or Justin Jefferson because I know he's going to get more targets. I like the Titans here. Um, I think their passing game is going to be opened up a little bit with uh, Julio being and Let's there. face it. We can all use the NFC West teams to lose a couple of games. I need them to lose a few, and this is one of them where they're going to lose. So uh, I didn't think that you were going to lose to uh, – I don't think that 49ers are going to lose to Jared Gerf. Yeah, so, I don't think so uh, we'll, we'll take the Cardinals losing to uh, the Titans here. Um, Do you agree with that, Frodo? Yes, I do. I, I was going to take the Titans. I assume you are too, Rick. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, over? Uh, three. Three. Interesting. I'll take the over. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's how I bet it too. I, I took a big parlay when I did that, so I think that's I think that's one of the ones I chose. Okay, so we're all taking the over. Does Julio get a touchdown? No. Yes. That's how we're doing this one. This one, okay. That's what we're doing for so what this do you, one. What do you say? I say that Julio gets a touchdown. I think they want to show off their shiny new toy. Okay. Yeah. All right, so Julio gets in the end zone. You guys win. He doesn't get in the end zone. I win. And if the Cardinals lose or win... We all lose. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but cool. Frodo and I could still get a point if Julio still gets a touchdown. Oh, we're doing separate yeah. points for this? Okay. I yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah, separate points. Okay, I thought this was the qualifying point. No, no, no. Okay. We're still I mean, I guess we could do it that way if we're do if we're doing a split like Yeah, I figured since we're okay. all on it anyway. Uh, that I mean, some of them it, we're we're all picking the over. So I guess we if we're going to do it that way, we've got to figure out something else to to bet on for each one or we just 
that's a neutral bet. That yeah, that, that one really doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, typically between one of those, the over, the under, the uh, the winner, and maybe a player parlay. Yeah, you know, we can okay. usually come up with something. Who's uh, next? Next up, we got Eagles and Falcons. Battle uh, of the birds. Battle of the birds. Nice. I'm I'm gonna take the Falcons on this one. Feels like the Eagles are just a dumpster fire, and the only reason that they're not just the worst dumpster dumpster fire in the league is because the Texans are around still. Um, yeah, they, they're like, hold my beer. Yeah, right. I got this. Uh, I do like Jalen Hurts, but I don't know that he's gonna. He can't. He can't keep pace with Matt Ryan. Yeah, no, it's gonna be the Falcons. All right, I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. What's the over under? Atlanta three and a half. Atlanta three oh. and a half. Okay. All right, that's pretty close then, because uh, that's home field advantage. It's three points, so they really do think it's a pretty even game. Next up, we've got. Uh, this is a good one. I I I'm not sure who's gonna be where. Uh, we've got Browns and KC. Browns and KC. Ooh, that's okay. A good one. This it's in Kansas game. City. I know this sounds weird, but I'm torn on this game. <laughs> it does sound weird. I, I am too. I, I am torn on this game. Now, you have KC. So we're going to make Rick pick first. We have KC coming off of a Super Bowl loss. Sure. They are going into the season with aspirations. 17-0. and 0 Of being a 17-0 and 0 team. Yep. And their first game is against the Browns, who I believe have a possibility of beating them. Yes, they absolutely have. A they have game. a very strong defense. Mm-hmm. They have a run game that can slow down the, the uh-huh. game speed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They can keep KC, I think, off the board, off the field, quite a bit. Right. The problem is that KC needs a minute and a half to score. That's all they need is a minute and a half to Except score. Except in the Super Bowl. Except in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so did did Arians come up with the game plan to beat? Patrick Mahomes. No, because Patrick Holmes, Mahomes. Now, albeit he did take fault in that game. Patrick Mahomes made some unbelievable passes that yes, were fucking did. dropped in the end zone. Yes, he did. Like yeah. the one where he fucking laid out and it fucking hit Robinson in the chest or yeah. Pringle in the chest. Yep. Yeah. And he didn't fucking catch it. Right. After his quarterback literally just somehow... Superman dived three inches off the ground. Yes. And sidearmed it. Perfectly passed. Yep. (laughs) So, no, I don't think that anybody stopped Mahomes in that one. Uh, Kelsey got stopped in that game. Now, given he did have over 100 yards, but... But that's him getting stopped. Yes, that is him getting stopped. Not getting in the end zone. Um, So, so it's... So is the game plan smother Kelsey and make your make these uh, uh, these trap Kelsey down and then try and and put your best guy on Tyreek and then you've got guys like um, Clowney and who's the other who who was the main Kieran Matthew no uh, for uh, the Browns their linemen their defensive oh. linemen. Uh, Miles oh, Garrett. Uh, Miles, Miles Garrett. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Garrett. Uh, if you've got Clowney and Miles Garrett chasing Mahomes the entire game, yep. 
that that's gonna be that's gonna be the pressure with the front four. Yeah. Which is how they which is how they were able to do it because they were able to double cover both Tyreek and Travis Kelsey in that game. Yeah. I think that the Browns have a possibility of winning this game. I think they do too. So you're gonna commit uh, to the, it. That's who I took on my parlay. I took the Browns. How are we all we can't all go K uh, uh, Browns in this game. I'm we, going KC. Oh, you are going KC. I'm gonna go okay. KC. I like the Browns. I like the Browns a lot. I think KC's gonna come out. And that's the biggest thing is I feel like KC's trying to come out as fucking hard as they can uh, after the loss. Uh, I've seen, I think this game is going to come down to Bruce Arians versus Baker Mayfield. I don't think that this game is a six-point favorite for KC. Boy, see the thing. I is, feel like this win, is going to be a battle. A lot, but um, do they though, or is it a last-second t- touchdown? Does seem like that. I um, mean, this could be that the type of game that has four lead changes in the last three minutes. It could, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna take Chiefs and I'm gonna take the under. But I guess that part doesn't really matter. Frodo, you're taking yeah. the Browns. I took, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Browns and in my bet I took the Browns in the over. Oh, oh over uh, four points, not the. Well, yeah, the over, they took their yeah. spread. Yeah, like I, I legit, I, I've been thinking about this game for like the last couple of hours. Yeah. But I realized that this game was yeah. happening this weekend, um, and I'm, I'm super torn on on which way to go. Basically, any other team outside of Tampa Bay, yeah, I would have said that the Chiefs are winning at Week One. For whatever reason, the Browns are really like sticking here because we really like the Browns because they're a huge, strong run game and they have a really good defense. And that, I mean, being in the NFC West, we're predisposed to having a strong run game and a strong defense. That's your offense. Yeah, that's your team. Yeah, that's supposed to be my team, except that you know. We've got Russell okay, Wilson need, who needs to be I fed. I need some good juju here. About one minute, and I'll find out where I draft in the Bengal Bowl. All right. Nice. I'm sending out your good vibes. So let's talk All about right. the Dolphins I, and the I, Patriots I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go for the Browns against KC. Oh, my goodness. This is the first pick of the year, and you're picking the Browns. Right? <laughs> Jesus. All right, so let's talk Dolphins and Patriots because I really want to make sure that uh, Frodo we knows. We get that out of the way. That, that, that Frodo knows that I'm picking the Dolphins here because um, I do have a little bit of Patriot love for some reason, but the Dolphins are going to win this one. And it's, uh, uh, you said, I think it was a three point favorite that Patriots were a three point favorite. I think the Dolphins are going to blow them out. I wouldn't go that far. Blow out as I mean, like it's going to be a double digit win. Okay. Not like, so like take, 30 you're... points. It's going to be like, uh, like a 12 or 14 point win. Like it's not going to be that close. Frodo, who is it home games for Miami or away games for Miami that they always seem to beat the Patriots? They always doesn't matter how shitty the Dolphins are. It's always at home at the end of January, wherever is where it counts. They are just absolutely in Miami. They clutches up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because Patriots have a really strong home field advantage, but I don't it is, is is Bill Belichick going to lose his first game with his brand new Brady? Oof. <laughs> no. But in a normal world, no. But 
they don't have. You just accidentally said that the Dolphins were gonna lose. No, I, I think it's, your it's, NFL it, analyst it, came out. They want their that defense is gonna be a hard one to go against on your first fucking NFL game. Yeah, I. Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting game, uh, especially for the Dolphins, just trying to figure out what they are. Um, the Patriots have. Uh, uh, they're building their offense around tight ends for some reason, and they only have one of them. I think isn't one of them down? Yeah, John is back in. Fucking oh, god, fucking damn it! Twelfth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know how that goes. Hey man, I put hey. my I put my juju out there. Hey, get Najee at the twelfth spot. Yeah, you're probably gonna look for Najee. That's probably uh, let's see. Uh, McCaffrey, Cook are the first two off the board. I, I, honestly, I think the Dolphins are, are especially Tua has a chip on his shoulder. He's been talked shit about all year. Yeah, and he finally has a lot of offensive weapons, so I I, I think they're 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 going to be hungry to show exactly what they're capable of, and they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do the work and get out of there with a win. I think the Dolphins might be a nine and eight team this year, and I think that they're going to be one of the best nine and eight teams this year. I also think that they're going to beat the Patriots. That's a good thing. I don't. <laughs> you don't. I, I saw Field Yates. You don't, uh, you don't, you don't think they're going to beat the Patriots? I don't think I don't think they're going to beat the Patriots. Again, I don't think that Bill Belichick is going to lose with his shiny new toy. Oh, he'll fucking lose. I don't. Hey, you want to make a bet on this? What are we going to bet? Oh, we, hey, is pick, this our first it. six pack bet? Yes. Yeah. Six pack okay. bet. All right. Just a heads up. Straight up. Dolphins win. Gets a six pack. Yep. Okay. This is our first six pack bet of the year. Yes. Just straight up, no no spread, or do you doing a spread? No, no spread. Just just straight no up. Spread. New England wins. You get me a six pack. Miami wins. I get you a six pack. Deal. Okay. Okay. Uh, what? What next? What do we got next? Green Bay and New Orleans. Green Bay and New Orleans. Hey, uh, did you pick your uh, pick yet? Frodo? Me? No, yeah. the some guys fucking not even in this. So it's we're thirty seconds. Right. The first four: McCaffrey, Cooks, Kamara, Henry. Yeah, it's about right. Typical. Okay. <laughs> uh, typical, Packers yeah. and Saints. Uh, I, I think... I'm hoping if Eckler and Najee are there, that's who I'm taking at the turn. There you go. There's no way Eckler makes it that far. Najee has a chance, but there's no way Eckler makes it that far. Yeah, he's been he's been rising up the draft board. Yeah, there's been more like really seven or eight, and a lot of people look at it at the board when they're making their decision. Yeah. All right, so we got Green Bay and Saints. Who you, before it gets back to you to to make your pick, who who are you picking here, Frodo? Uh, Green Bay and the Saints. I'm taking Green Bay. I think we're all taking Green yeah. Bay. Yeah, uh, for it's, sure. It's minus four, so over unders. Bay. I'm going to green, green Bay yeah, over. Saquon Barkley went fifth. Aaron Jones next. Adams, Elliott. Wow. Wow. You got Nick Chubb, Taylor, and Tyreek and Travis Kelsey still on the board. And I'm four picks away. And, and this Dude, is, I'll be fine. Go and take Eckler and let Chubb get to me because that would be fucking fantastic. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so... That, that surprises me. So both Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams both go before Zeke Ezekiel Elliott. 
or Nick Chubb or Jonathan Taylor. I, I, I get the Jonathan Taylor, but the Nick Chubb should have been gone Nick early. Nick Chubb, I... Yeah, prob- I, I have no problem with Nick Chubb going first there. Um, okay, so uh, Packers, yeah, you're playing all your Packers. Saints is a lot different story, though. Um, you're, you're playing Camara. Yeah. And that's it? I mean, there's no Michael Thomas. If you don't you have, know he's going to be the number one wide receiver. If you have Thomas, there's a good possibility that you probably have Callaway on your team as well. Probably. If... If you ha- it, like, if you went running back heavy, Callaway may be a good option for week one. He was the definite number one target through preseason. Okay. I don't see that changing at any point. Okay. Uh, Traquan Smith isn't going to be the number one target. He's he's had that opportunity no. quite a few times now, and he just can't do it. Marquez Callaway made some beautiful catches in the preseason, um, and I think that until. Michael Thomas comes back and maybe even after he will be a very prominent portion of this passing game. And if Jameis Winston is actually accurate now and can make these passes, Mm -hmm. I think that he can be a very good steal that you got at the end of your draft or may still be on uh, your waiver wire if you've already drafted, which you probably have at this point. So say say if you drafted, you picked up uh, Dak Prescott as your starting quarterback, and then he had uh, you know a couple of weeks of will he won't they uh, will he won't he um, then then Jameis Winston is a good guy to pick up and play for a week or two. Um, you're not terribly afraid of what is arguably a good um, average um, defense uh, with with the Packers. And best case scenario, you've got yourself a shootout in the making. And you have to look at the fact that Drew Brees was always on a roster when he was playing. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that Jameis Winston is anywhere near Drew Brees. I'm saying that Jameis Winston has the same targets now. Yes. That Drew Brees had. And Jameis Jameis Winston had, in, fan, in the fantasy football world has consistently been a better... Okay, who do I take? Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, or Najee Harris? Austin Eckler, Najee Harris is who I would take. That's who Get I would Jonathan, take too. JT? I actually wouldn't take him in that order, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, you're, the pick, spot. Yeah, you're pick, picking both of them. JT, so. I guess it's too, I'm too worried about Marlon Mack and Naheem Hines. Uh, I think you're getting more value out of Austin Eckler and Najee. Or more, more consistent. Yeah. Rich is starting to sell me on Austin Eckler, um, but uh, but 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 did it? Najee and uh, Eckler is who I chose. Right. Austin Eckler is going to be in a role similar to Camara. Camara. Yeah. He yeah. will not be on the field inside the five, most likely. Whereas Camara is on the field pretty much all the time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So he may not get those those short yardage touchdowns but I think that he can turn a lot into a little a little into a lot uh, yeah a little in turn I think he's gonna ha- get a lot of work is what I'm saying yeah yeah and I think he's gonna get enough touchdowns outside of those inside the fives inside the tens yeah uh, in his passing pass catching ability that he has <laughs> I made someone mad. Someone's like, no, I wanted Najee. 
Dude, you're picking fucking like fourth overall. You, you, you he's not getting back to you. Yeah, he's not getting back to you, buddy. Yeah. Start camp. You could have uh, gotten him instead of uh, <laughs> uh, the Yeti. Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so. Oh, no, uh, it wasn't him. It was that uh, guy who took Aaron Jones, so seventh overall. Oh, well, yeah. You should have taken him at that point. <laughs> I would have rather had Najee than Aaron Jones. Uh, okay, so uh, Packers, Saints, uh, we're all taking the Packers. Uh, I, I think Frodo and I are taking the over. Are you taking the over as well? Taking the under. Gonna take I the think under. it's going to be a close game. Okay. Next up. Uh, Denver and the Giants. Uh, so it's minus two and, the ha- two and a half. So are we all taking the over on that one as well? <laughs> because nobody's taking the Giants in this game. I think so. That's true. Uh, what's the over under you said? Two and a half. Yeah, we're taking the over. Yep. All right, quick one. Uh, oh, uh, who are you playing? Uh, Melvin Gordon. I mean, Melvin Gordon or... Week one uh, for sure. Right. Because... Javante. Yeah, because you don't know for sure who's going to be. I mean, on paper, Melvin Gordon is the starter. Yeah. Does that actually mean he gets mo- most of the, the thing, work? It, what we keep forgetting about is that Melvin Gordon actually ran a really good season last year. And so, so they brought in help behind him. And that's fine. And 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 arguably some of the best help mm-hmm. in the draft. Uh, but Melvin Gordon, I, I think he averaged five point something car- yards per carry last year, which yeah. was which is elite level running. Yeah. So I I don't I don't expect I don't expect Javante Williams to have a, a big chunk out of it at the beginning, towards the middle, maybe the end of the season, uh, maybe in the middle if they're actually in the hunt. You know, for a playoff berth. I really liked Javante Williams coming out of college. Uh-huh. So did I. Uh, that, I, like, I mean, I know Frodo and I talked about it a lot. We were hoping he was going to land at, Ma- at Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would have been their pick if Denver hadn't jumped him. Right. I think that he has all of the ability to be a workhorse back in the sense that he's going to be similar to a Camara style player, right. Alvin Cook style player that can do everything on the field. Right. Um, now, nobody knows if he can hold up in a NFL season. Right. But I think that he has the ability to be able to be that type of player. And so I, think- I foresee him by the end of the year being the primary back for the Broncos. And I think I'm double checking right now, but I think Melvin Gordon's actually only signed through this year. Um, I believe that's true. So, I believe he signed a two-year contract last year. Uh, it was uh, 2020, so he signed a two-year con- contract in March of 2020. So 2020, 2021, he's a free agent this year. So, uh, so uh, that this was their future pick. This is their future pick, and if I'm them, I'm running the shit out of Melvin Gordon. As long as he's gaining yards, yep. I'm putting him out there, yep. and then um, you know let him test the free agent market next year. Yep, because you get Javante Williams next to him. Uh, so we're all taking uh, them. Uh, we're all taking the over. Uh, so I believe the Sunday night game is Bears. Actually, is there two Sunday night games? No, no, just, just one. Just the one. Okay, so yeah, it's Bears and Rams. Bears at Rams. Bears at Rams, and this is what we talked about earlier, as far as. Um, is Justin Fields playing or is Andy Dalton playing? Um, if if you if they weren't going against the if they weren't opening against the Rams, the number one defense last year, arguably the number one defense this year already, um, at least guaranteed top five. 
um, then they'd probably play Justin Fields right away. I sort of suspect that they might play Fields anyway. Um, and I think personally, I think that they should um, and uh, let him feel what, because Andy Dalton's not mobile at all. No, Justin Fields but I feel is. like this is a make it or break it for Andy Dalton. I think I think it's done. I think Andy Dalton's career is done. No, I I don't disagree. I'm saying okay. this is what the Bears are saying. Oh, They're saying against the Rams. You go out there if you show up against you, the Rams. Yeah, if you hang in, it's your team okay. until you lose it. Okay. But if you go out there, you throw a couple of picks, you get sacked yeah. 18 times and get injured. Hey, Fields, welcome to the bench. Yeah. Or welcome, or, welcome to the club, man. Yeah. Welcome um, to the club. I think. Uh, uh, Fuck, I got a sneeze building up on me here. That's what I think. We're all taking the Rams, though. That was, yeah. that was excessive. Yeah, I'm taking all the Rams. Anyway, we're taking the Rams. There's some really weird fucking drafting in this. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude that took Henry only has Henry, and he picked up Keenan Allen and Lamb. He passed on C.H., Chris Carson, James Robinson, they're not. They're not nope. going to make it back around to him. Nope. No, because if you come out of if you come out of the uh, the draft with uh, uh, Eckler, uh, Najee Harris, and uh, Carson and James Robinson, <laughs> you got your two flexes filled up with starting running backs on yeah, starting. I mean, that would be you'd have the best running back core in the league. That's what I would do. Drafting twelfth, yeah. Drafting well, 12. that's what I did when I drafted 12th. I yeah. put my first four picks for running backs. You're like, fuck it. I'm not going to have a wide receiver. Yeah. This is this is my life. But Chris Carson and Robinson and Jacobs just went. So I'm thinking I'm going to take a running back and then get grab a wide receiver. Yeah. Because yeah. they got. Um, Are any of I'm the off- top tight ends out there? Kyle Pitts is still out there. No, that's not a top tight end. Um, Don't do that. Mark Andrews. No, not yet. Um, that's, yeah. Kittle and Waller went. Back to back, and yeah. Kelsey Second was the one, just, one. Just 11. wait, just wait on tight end. Yep. Oh yeah, um, that's my plan. If was you went Kyle Pitts, plan. picking twelfth, I would slap you. All right, so uh, jumping back here, uh, we don't know exactly who's going to be playing. It sounds like the consensus is Dalton's going to be starting quarterback, which is a downgrade for everybody on the field, um, but not a major downgrade. Um, so I, I, I am on the clock. I have no problem with you guys. Playing, uh, playing your Bears. Uh, certainly, the Bears' defense is is going to be uh, uh, in in play. We don't know what this LA Rams offense is going to look like. We have Vegas hopes. has high hopes. We have high hopes. I think what are they? Seven point favorites. Seven and a half point. Seven and a half point favorites. So, um, so the Rams are seven and a half point favorites. The only other team that is a seven and a half point favorite is. Okay, so Tampa Bay is also an eight-point favorite, um, which is actually, like, looking at the teams, it's really insulting to the Cowboys. It's just the defense. Um, So the Rams are a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. The only other team that's a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite is San Francisco against the Lions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and then everybody else is, like, a a five-and-a-half or under. Um, Would it be crazy to take the Javante Williams here? I, There's Mike Davis, Miles Gaskin, Kareem Hunt, Daryl Daryl Henderson. Javante Williams isn't going to be a starting court or running back right away, 
right? I mean, no. I'm no. thinking Miles Gaskin might be the better pick there. I He's would pass catcher. I, I would take Miles Gaskin over the rest of those. Yep, Gaskin, and we're going to take Chris Godwin. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. So, uh, Rams, you're playing everybody. I love this offense this year. Uh, Cooper Cup is probably the number one target. I think uh, he will be. Um, yeah. And uh, I think Matt Stafford, we're going to see potentially MVP numbers out of him this year. I think it's going to be something similar. I think Robert Woods will get the majority, not the majority, he'll get more targets, such as like Lockett versus DK. But I think... Right. Good come up. Cup come up. will have more games like DK mm. because of these huge passes. Because yeah. he hasn't really had that option. I mean, yeah, he's had some some I mean, obviously Cup's been a playable person for the last right. couple of years right. uh with Goff, but I think Stafford can push Two of it. The a most lot cons- more. One of the best tandem wide receivers in literally that- going back to back in most leagues. Yeah, in yeah. In, in the last three or four years they've been the best one of the best tandems in the league um and uh so it's, it's super safe uh i i we're all taking the rams seven and a half point favorite that's a lot that's a lot of points that's a lot of points i mean that's a blowout I, i'm taking the over oh my god these guys are idiots. i have a hard time taking the under because I don't know if Justin. If I knew for a fact, all of my Matt Stafford uh, picks are are screaming, "Go for the over!" Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah. I I I have to go for the over because if I knew that Justin Fields was was playing, I wouldn't pick them to win, but I'd pick the under. I think it'd be a closer game at that point. And and honestly, I think because of the Rams defense, you can. Pretty safely take the over. That's what because yeah. they could take points off. Or they could they're, add. They're taking points. Yep. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. So then, uh, Frodo, over or yeah. under seven and a half on the Rams. Yeah. Oh, fuck. A lot um, of points, man. We've both taken the okay, over. Was, we've both taken the over. So if you take the under, you'd be the, the opposite of us. Chance to get one extra point. I have a tiebreaker. The defense on the Rams. All right, so what's our tiebreaker? Tiebreaker is who do you think is going to start QB in Chicago? Uh, I, I, it's, it's Dalton. Dalton. I'm going to take Justin Fields. So now we got to have a tiebreaker between Rich and I. No. no that's, it's fine. We just need one. Okay. Okay, so uh, then the final game of the week, Monday night football, is the Ravens at the Raiders. Uh, and uh, whoever is going to be left on the team to run the football besides Lamar Jackson is going to be the starting running back. Um, so <laughs> yeah, there's still a lot of time between now and Monday. A lot night. of lot of lot of ACLs and uh, Achilles to be blown before uh, before then. Um, uh, I I assume we're taking the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's in Las Vegas, but we're all taking the Ravens. We're all taking the Ravens. What's the over under on this one? Four and a half. It's a, it's a healthy over. Um, uh, I'm taking the over because I, I just don't think until I'm. This is the hard thing with Week One is that uh, until the Raiders prove right. that they aren't the Raiders, <laughs> right? 
The thing I'm is taking though, over. the thing is though, it's the games that you question the Raiders that the Raiders actually show up. Right. It's the games that the Raiders you go, oh, the Raiders should fucking destroy in this game that what such as the Jets. Jets, yeah. Um last year. Uh they should have absolutely decimated them and it was only because of a fucked up <laughs> fucked up play call. You really really stuck on that one, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that was even an option. Uh, We're gonna be yeah. talking about that zero cover. The zero blitz for years to come. Yeah, because it was one of the worst <laughs> play calls ever. It, it might have been as bad as that one. Uh, I think it was Indianapolis Colts tried that trick punt where everybody oh, yeah, yeah, lined yeah. up on the right-hand side of the ball except for the kicker and the snapper. And that whole thing was an accident because that wasn't supposed to be snapped. It wasn't? It was not supposed no. to be snapped. Really? Yes. I had no idea. Yes. That's funny. I learned that listening to Pat McAfee. Matt McAfee, yeah, yeah I heard that really too. really funny. Yeah. yeah it was all an accident. was not supposed to be snapped at all. That was just supposed to try and drive drive them off sides. Yeah, yeah. Make them confused and then... But it confused the Colts and it turned out to be fucking disastrous. The one guy that was not supposed to... Like, all... He was... As long as he knew his job, everybody else would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But he didn't know his job. Yeah. He got confused. He's like, oh, fuck, am I supposed to snap this or am I not supposed to snap this? Uh, I don't know. I'll snap it. Unless you put Aaron Donald as that one guy. Yeah, right. Uh, Okay, so... uh, You said half. Yeah. I'll take the under. All right. Take the under. Ravens, but the under. Um, Yeah, man. I'm so excited for football. I got to figure out a way to watch some football this year. Uh, didn't Brandon say that he's got an NFL login? Can we can we watch NFL on multiple houses at the same time if we have an NFL pass? I don't uh, know that for sure. I don't yet. know. I, I got a YouTube TV again, so I'm going to be watching Red Zone. Oh, nice, nice. Maybe maybe if I uh, snag that uh, YouTube TV login from you, I could flip you a few bucks. Yeah, I, I, I just I think it can be on two... Yeah, I think it's like two or three different things that can be on at the time. Or we just come watch football at my house. Or everybody yeah. just come watch football at your that's, house. That's, yeah. yeah. Dude, yeah. there's some fucking weird-ass fucking team. Uh, these guys are drafting. I, they all listen to Fanny Footballers. They're all part of the uh, our, our Foot Clan member because that's how you get point, in. Yeah. And half of them are fucking retards. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's a One good point. Dude. You would think that the, that the, that the all, you know... People would be drafting pretty Everybody consistently. Everybody would be drafting pretty consistently considering they're all listening to the same people give them advice. Right. So the first overall has McCaffrey and CEH. Then he passed on Justin Jefferson, AJ Brown, CD Lamb, and took McLaren instead. Huh. He dri- next took Hawkinson and passed over Cup and a bunch of other shit. And then he has DJ Moore as his other one. There's da- next guy, Dalvin Cook, George Kittle, Montgomery. Solid there. Cup yeah, and Lockett. So he has a decent team. That's actually then a he- really good team. Yeah. yeah. There's Kamara, Waller, Jefferson, Gus is his second running back. That's it. Deontay Johnson. Gosh. Next guy, Derek Henry. has His starting running backs are Derek Henry and Chase Edmonds. Ouch. That's rough. Then Barkley, Mixon, and Swift. With AJ Brown and he's on the clock right now on the fourth. Next guy is AJ uh, uh, Aaron Jones, Ridley, Patrick Mahomes, and Daryl Henderson. And then let's see, there's uh, Devontae Adams, uh, Taylor, 
Carson, which is solid, and Mike Evans. That guy has a decent team. He's picking at the seven pot spot. I mean, the, the good thing that- here is is that they all listen to the fantasy footballers, which all are like super heavy uh, RB, r- yeah, RB heavy team, like proponents. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but none doesn't- of them are going RB no. heavy. And I'm glad because Slinky, who is picking the one at the tenth spot, and Jay Finch, the picking eleventh spot, are not doing that. Uh, Slinky has Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, and Robert Woods, solid wide receiver core. But his RB1 is Miles Sanders. Oh. And then Jinky has Kelsey, uh, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, and then his one RB is Antonio Gibson. That's it. I'm over here with Eckler and Harris, Gaskin, and Godwin. So, I mean, I'm and I'm at, picking at the back end of the draft. So it's... Yeah, I'm feeling I pretty good right now. A couple of these guys, yeah. Yeah, especially considering that you get a point per reception or not a, a point per carry yeah or is is it a full point per carry or is it a no it is let me see the scoring here so uh passing td that's you normal um it's point one points for a completed pass a rush attempt is point one okay so a tenth of a point per carry you would think that you would want to have Active running backs, um, right? And Derek that one's Hen- I don't know how like Derrick Henry Jacobs doesn't come off or... the doesn't come off the board as the number one overall. I mean, I, okay, maybe number two overall. So I mean, you know, that guy is guaranteed to have the carries, um, and he's getting a ten percent bump on any other league that you had him in last year. So right. he's going to have three hundred and close to three hundred and fifty carries probably this year. So I don't know how you don't put him in there. Uh, on that, uh, but whatever. I, I mean, you know, that's the fun thing about the Mega Bowl is that you get a lot of different people drafting a lot of different styles. Apparently, I would have assumed all of them would have hooked up with footballers and just gone that route. But you know, whatever, teach right. their own. Um, and that's one of the things that the footballers do preach is that everybody, you know, draft your own style, draft what you think. Michael but, Thomas just went in the four in the fifth round. That's, That's too early. early. Yeah, for somebody who's not going to play the first six games for sure. I think I drafted him in the ninth round in yeah. our league, and I think the round that I or the league that I did, I think I got him in the. I'm not eight, looking at him until the sixth or the seventh, eight, the ninth the round. Early. But the nice, the nice thing is, is that I put him on my IR. That's what I did too. I put him in my IR and yep. I immediately picked somebody up. Yeah, and so, I, I drafted that before I heard, I knew that he was going to be out for the first six weeks for sure. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So when I heard that news, I was like, all right, I can just pick somebody else up now. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's week one NFL. Uh, we're jacked to be back. And what we'll do is, uh, you know, we're, we're going to uh, return next Monday. We'll be back on a week to week schedule again. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll, Rick and I will still be alive because, you know, COVID won't get us down. Um, yeah. And I'll have taken a shit by then and I'll feel much better. Theoretically, uh, if I haven't taken a shit by then, then I probably won't be on the podcast. That's true. So, yes, yeah. Uh, anything else, gentlemen? No, I, think I don't that's think it. so. Enjoy right. football. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. Peace.